Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the food show. And it's great to be here with that and uh, anything else that you can think about, if it's about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine and all the rest of it. Our number is 2606368. I bumped into Bobby Bear in the hall just a second ago. Who that? I was going to ask him to come on in and, and uh, give me a, 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 a plus or minus on... Uh, a tutorial on how those, to say, go Tigers. Yeah, something like that. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't, people keep telling Tom, me, you sound like a fool, football. Tom. Don't try to talk football. I don't. I don't. I, singing it's, around football. Yeah, I can do that. Don't try to talk football. Well, you know, anyway. today is the birthday of. Well, he's long gone, but um, he was born in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, Andre Michelin. Michelin. He created uh, not the first uh, uh, restaurant review ever. That that actually goes to. Uh, Oh, gosh, I can th- almost remember his name. But anyway, Voltaire. oh, Duncan Hines. Duncan Hines <laughs> okay. was the very first restaurant critic. Uh-huh. And then uh, the uh, the one you just named. Voltaire. Uh, what? Oh, Michelin. Mi- Michelin. Andre Michelin. Michelin. And, and he uh, created these books that were guides to France, and it would take you every, anywhere you were going in France. It would tell you where every little thing was going to be, including places you can go to get a uh, get your tire replaced because that's well, what that's Michelin what their business has, was. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Yeah, I mean, he actually sort of stumbled into the uh, the world of restaurants by trying to promote their business. That's right. And encourage people to get tires in faraway places, and so and while then you, you could were travel the whole tire, world, right? Yeah. While you were yeah. getting your tires done, um, you could see what is in said town and, oh, here's a restaurant. And that's how it developed into the Michelin stars. I think that um, Michelin stars of late don't maybe carry the same weight that they used to. That's probably true. I mean, I, I look I think at the new Michelin stars in L.A., for example. They're all Asian. Yeah, that, that's kind of the way it goes. Uh, it seems to me... That well, that makes it very trendy, and it shouldn't be trendy. It shouldn't be? Well, no, Michelin is sort of like this... Oh, it's scientific it's kind of approach God to things. It's of, of... I mean, it has been. Characteristically, it's been something that, uh, you know, you only dream about. I mean, it's not like standard kinds of um, accolades for restaurants. Michelin is... It's... it's stands alone, you know. But but I find that when I see the list for uh, restaurants like in a place like L.A. where they're getting quite a few of them and where they seem to be proliferating. It used to be where it was really, really hard to stumble upon 
somebody with a Michelin star. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's I, not so much anymore. It's not so much anymore. So that means I, that the standards have been lowered. Oh, to me, not that's necessarily. what I would, I would no, I think it, I think me. it's a matter of style almost entirely because there are certain things that are rated or discovered or, you know, whatever they're supposed to be doing uh, with one uh, place and in a different place finding that the, you get the information, but it's different information from what you used to get because back then they didn't have to have good tires and over here and they, they, you really have to fix them immediately. You know who has a Michelin star? Uh, let's see. You know see. that little place I'm obsessed with in Costa Mesa, California, the little strip mall taqueria. It's not really mm. a taqueria. It's a gourmet Mexican restaurant of the highest order. Yeah. But it is in a little tiny space. I mean, a tiny space in a strip mall, not a strip mall, uh, but it's a mall in uh-huh. Costa Mesa, California. Now, granted, Costa Mesa is a very well-heeled area, but um, but it's just weird to think that this little place, this little gourmet Mexican place, in the middle of I won't say nowhere. It's certainly not that, but just in this mall is a Michelin-starred place. Now I think he deserves it. His food is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But um, it it just, I don't know, it just seems like 20 years ago, the fact that he wasn't a mall would maybe preclude him from getting getting a machine. Well, maybe so. You know, uh, there there are so many things that enter the culture from so many different directions. Uh, There was one that you just mentioned, and I think, well, I was going to say it, but I didn't get it down on paper. So. Well, for somebody who's not a gourmet like yeah. me, I have certainly had meals in Michelin star restaurants. Oh, well, let's hope so. <laughs> well, I think that that doesn't necessarily follow. Hmm. Uh, but it's weird because I have. I mean, um, I was I was there just two weeks ago at a Michelin starred restaurant, although it wasn't the same. It's the same chain. Well, for goodness sake, tell us what was, what no, was, it was Din Tai Fung is a Michelin star in London. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't help us here. <laughs> Let's see. There was another one uh, that you mentioned. I'm surprised you're not offended, Tom, that there are no Michelin starred restaurants in New Orleans because you think that New Orleans is the center of the food universe. Well, it is America's great, bestest, uh, bestest. Best it is city. our our uh, huh? America's best eating city. America's well, best it can't eating city. Be according to Michelin because what LA they is they getting come a whole bunch of Michelin stars, and yeah. we don't have any. They're too far away from us. That's for, a good question. Yeah, we, why don't we have more? Why don't we have any Michelin stars here? Well, we don't have the kind of money hanging around that people in California typically or often do. I know there are a well, lot. What has money got to do with it? I thought it was what was on the oh, plate. Oh no, you can't uh, put together the kind of uh, uh, restaurant. Um, uh, well, this is my point. Yeah, this uh, is my uh, point. The, uh, the with, little with a little Mexican extra money place you... in the not the strip mall, but the little Mexican place in the mall in California has a Michelin star. Okay, it could happen. I mean, they are. They, it's uh, the one. If I were looking for one that's kind of far flung, uh, on one of the, you know, how in in, in Western. Texas, I'm sorry, Western um, uh, Mexico, there are those two uh, uh, islands kind of, except that they're not that, 
And the, Cabo? Uh, Cabo, Cabo. Cabo, yeah, Cabo. What about Cabo? Ca- huh? Cabo San Lucas, yes. Cabo's, anyway, this is uh, pretty close to the very end of that. It is. The and uh, we were peninsula. on a cruise there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, was some of some of the people in the cruise with us were taking these uh, paddle, you know, they were pa- pedaling their way along. Uh, m- my point in this, and there is one coming. I'm waiting. Sooner, I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'm was that most curious. there was here? We are out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, truly nowhere by any standards. And there was a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse there. Yeah. And I thought, wow, we have reached out and touched everybody. <laughs> So, uh, and you mean New Orleans has reached out? Well, I, I didn't uh-huh. think they were, there were no Mardi Gras parades uh, available. So, so I knew we were heading to some destination. I'm glad we've arrived. Okay. Yeah. You know what I You're remember right. most about Cabo? Yar. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You know what I remember most about Cabo? Tell me. Oh, well, first of all, trying to get in that boat. That was one. <laughs> mm. That was quite something. Uh, and, but, but I also remember. Try to remember the time. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I wait. I just go ahead and wait. Shut it down. No, wait, that's wait till it. you're done. Um, I don't want to be abusive. Cohesive cheese. Cohesive cheese? Nope. What? Cohita, or is it Cotija? Co- I'm not uh-huh, sure. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's Cotija cheese. Um, the crumbly white cheese that is Mexican. Mm-hmm. And, and... I forget what those things are called. They're volcanic rocks. Does anybody know what these are called? They're they're carved out of volcanic rocks. And then they throw the fire into them. And they them. put the cheese, the queso in there. Okay, and, that's going to drive me crazy. And it gets crunchy. There's a name for it. Yeah, Does anybody know the name of that, that Mexican um, volcanic rock? It looks like an animal. It's usually on four legs. It's pretty amazing. And you put... You put Usually queso. You can. I've also seen guacamole in there. But anyway, um, I'm gonna look it up when when I. Tom, where's your phone? Do you have your phone? Uh huh. Right here in my pocket. I will look it up right now. It's and and I, I know it. I want to say I want to say it's kind of a lot like the name guacamole, but it's not. It's um. Anybody wants to call with it before I get it, I will find out what the name of it is. Mm, well, maybe so. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. Now, I am now looking for the name of that vessel that is used for queso and carved out of volcanic rock. And, um, Tom, I'm going to – I can't. Hmm? I can't talk and type at the same time oh, well, and think at the same time, I don't even too, have, so you go I don't ahead have and a do phone. something. <laughs> no, I don't have a phone in here. Okay, so it's a volcanic rock. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about exactly. Item. That's what I'm going to do. And, and it would melt and then item. kind of get crusty on the other side. What is it? it you know what? I don't know what the name of it is, but uh, but I do know what the product is. Naturally, Amazon is where it yeah. turns up. Oh, sure. That but, explains everything. Oh, gosh. Anyway, I don't know. We'll, I'll get it eventually. Well, we have a man in there. Uh, in there. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to help me with this, if not, oh well, you know what can I say? Um, yes, the Ruth's Chris Tom was in Cabo, and we haven't been to Cabo in 
coming up on 13 years. I'll bet you it's changed dramatically. Probably so. Dramatically since then. But uh, Ruth's Chris have been around all over the place forever. The one, that oh, yeah. I, the one that I like the most that I've most recently seen that is a Ruth's Chris is when we were in Boston in 2018. Yeah, in 2018. Um Across from the Parker House Hotel, there was a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, and it was in, I think, the first public school in the United States, the building where they had the first public school in the United States. And it was super, super cool. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. They have a lot of really um, different... Ruth's Chris's. Oh, they're all over the place. Around the country. My favorite uh, aspect of them is that uh, the day that they realized and and told everybody that they were the most successful. Well, Ruth Fertel was the uh, most successful restaurant owner in the world. And, yeah. And. Uh, I thought, you know, that's pretty good. That's that's something worth telling. That's a that's a great story. Whatever, however, she got there, I know exactly uh, how it would have happened with her. Okay, it's a, it's a mocha hete. Malta hete. Mocha hete. Mocha. M o c h a. M o l c a j e t e. I never would have mm-hmm. thought of that. A mocha hete. Hete. And it is. It looks like a little animal, yeah, and it's carved out of volcanic rock, and it's used a lot also as a mortar and pestle too. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw it in Mexico, yeah. and I was I was really that was fascinated. Most, by that it. was the most exciting thing about oh, that meal. Great. Is yeah. that queso in the mocajete? Yeah. Does anyone have a mocajete, and is it on your counter with all the other crap that you think, why did I buy this? 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM, FM. HD2. We'll be back. Hello there. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. I'm uh, here to talk with you about food and about cooking and wine and everything. If you disagree with anything you hear heard on this program, I will uh, step right in and say that that I uh, appreciate uh, the, the common questions that are featured this way and uh, and thank you very much for that and then Marianne will come in and then give you a good slap <laughs> cuz what are you doing telling those kind of things when let's go to Ann <laughs> hello i've been trying for 15 minutes to get through to y'all and your line has been busy 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 uh, i'm sorry well we we uh we are uh, slightly successful well, that's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to know how to cook a good chicken fried steak. Chicken fried steak. You know, uh, if it were me and I had to... I know it would. <laughs> I would get somebody else to do it because it's a lot of work and it's not going to come out as good as if... Uh, Isn't it just a battered hamburger? Uh, that's, well... No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I don't what know. Is it? Well, I, you know, I, I think this is the moment where we will call in on our listeners and say, how do you, if you've ever done a, uh, a, a chicken, fried, chicken steak. fried steak. And how do you do a chicken fried steak? 
my mother used to uh, get a round steak and pound it and then whatever she did to it and it would come out so crunchy oh well Well, use that recipe because it's obviously it's really good (laughs) yeah but she's gone (laughs) oh Uh -oh. well well, and did not do what you told everyone to do tom what (gasps) another person who does not listen to tom Uh uh-oh well that was before i knew tom (laughs) oh okay okay um, you know, I'm kind of curious. I did not realize that a chicken fried steak was a single piece of meat. I genuinely thought it was like a, like a, a steak. What is it? A ground chop steak, like a, a hamburger. No, is what, no, what I thought uh, it was. No, that's like um. Okay, well, I'll, I'll listen in here. It's, <laughs> yeah, well, somebody might, might. We might get something out of. Uh, but uh, it's that's a, a hard one. I'd get somebody to do it for you. I was about to say, you. have you ever found that in a restaurant locally? Probably not, huh? Oh yeah, but they all frozen and they're no good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had one yesterday at a restaurant on the West Bank, and it was horrible. Where Where did you find one? Oh, all restaurants have them on their menu. Uh, that's about the true. The best one around is like Chili's, but the one on the West Bank. Uh, she what? told me ahead of time. She says, it's frozen. I said, well, everybody's is frozen. I uh, don't want a frozen one. No, no, you certainly okay, don't want Ann, that. Okay, we're going to find you a recipe yeah, that keep is listening. good. Okay? Mm-hmm. You have our firm commitment to this by the end of the show. Okay, well, I've got to get out and get at the grocery store. So hopefully y'all still be talking about it when I get out. Okay. Good. Yeah, care. I hope so, too. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Six zero six three six eight. Now we have a purpose in life. Tom. We do. Yeah. We do. Well, we uh, I know and I do. A, and a proper chicken fried steak uh, recipe. Popular chicken fried. You know, we always talk about Andrea doing anything any customer asks him for. <laughs> I wonder if chicken fried steak would be included in that. That would be interesting. We'll have to ask him tomorrow. Two six zero six three six eight. Tom. Yeah. You are not as horrified by this as I am, but you're still pretty horrified by it. Today, in 2003, the European Commission approved white chocolate as chocolate. What? Don't you remember that? That's impossible. Who did that? White chocolate is not chocolate, people. Well, it never was chocolate. Well, I know, but they said it was okay to, to classify it that way. Who said that? This is a travesty. The European Commission. Oh, well, that that explains everything. Yeah, they had a couple of countries appealing that, and they said, no, you can do it. It was Italy and, I want to say, Belgium, maybe. But that's ridiculous, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 260-6368. Give me your phone again, Tom. I'm going to find and a recipe for for chicken fried steak. 260-6368. 260-6368. And uh, we'll if put the word. You have a recipe up. for Anne for yep. chicken fried steak. Send it to us. No, not send it to us. Call us. Oh, call us. Yeah, yeah that and give way. it to us. Of course, us. yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to dig it up ourselves. Tom, can I use your phone again, please? Uh huh. Two six zero six three six eight. I am determined what? to find Anne a doable recipe. Now, now here's a big question. People were talking about Ina Garden, Garden, on the show before Thanksgiving. I guarantee. Ina Garden does not have, just for fun though, I'm going to see. Ina Garden chicken fried steak. 
Yeah. Yeah. Chicken fried steak. Yeah, let's see if she has one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we, we have anybody on hold? No, we don't. No. Okay. So uh, uh, the Food Network does have one. Oh. But, um, all right. So let's see. What buttermilk fried, no, buttermilk chicken fried steak. That's what we need. Southern recipe of, what is the Cholula chicken fried steak? Does hmm. anybody know what that is? Cholula? Cholula. Boy, that's a new one on me. Anybody have the uh, answer yeah, to that see, question? I knew darn well that Ina Garden wouldn't be caught dead with a chicken fried steak. There's a copycat recipe for Denny's chicken fried steak. It's called country fried steak. Well, that's not helping anything. No, it's not. All right, so let's see if we can get a chicken fried steak recipe. Mm-hmm. Well, she's right. It's slices of round steak. Yeah. So I am totally out of whack thinking that it is a um, a like a basically a a battered hamburger. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not a battered hamburger. You know, I I'm, I don't know why this took so long for it to get here, but uh, the guy who was my best man in my wedding, yeah, he was from Texas. And I remember he, he talked uh, when he wanted to, not all the time, mm-hmm. uh, with, an, uh, with a, a Texas accent. Yeah. And he said, here, you, you're, you're not a real Texan if you don't know uh, what's the recipe for. I, I can't do it uh, myself. But uh, anyway, he, he could do it. And if we, we had him hanging around here, we'd have it taken across. Ta- we, we'd have this crisis taken care of, right? It looks like there's a a big old thick gravy. I was thinking maybe there was cheese on it. Is there cheese on it? Could be. Okay, so beef cube steaks. Oh, wait. Now, hold on a second. Hold on. If it tells you to grind these, then I'm going to be vindicated. Nope. Pound the steaks. Everything, it's always a pounded steak. Well, that's why they call it that. I mean, I'm sure she could look it up online. Does anyone have a wonderful chicken fried steak recipe. We don't eat a lot of chicken fried steak here, so I wouldn't expect that it would be something that, that we would have at the ready here. Are you looking it up in the joy of cooking? I'm, I am, yeah. Yeah, just to see if we can find Is one. that the joy of cooking? Right here. Well, then they very should useful. have a chicken fried steak because yeah. they have absolutely yeah. everything in the joy of cooking, don't they? Pretty close, sort yeah. Of like the Bible. Yeah. Uh, you, you never can right, tell. Well, while we're while we're looking for the chicken fried steak, I'm going back to the subject of white chocolate not being really chocolate. Do you like white chocolate? If you do, give us a call and tell us why you like white chocolate. Do you ever actually think of it in the same way as chocolate? It. It so isn't, so I can't imagine if anyone does. But I would like to hear about it. You know, there's a lot of white chocolate bread puddings. I think um, Dickie Brennan has, isn't that like his signature oh, at the Palace be. Cafe, the white chocolate bread pudding? Yeah, I always thought the Brennans had great uh, white chocolate bread, bread pudding, pudding, just all kinds of bread pudding. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. It's White chocolate is basically like a, a cocoa butter, isn't it? It's you. You. It's pretty much that, except that you are not employing the presence of any kind of uh, cocoa, and without cocoa, well, but it's, you it's don't cocoa have chocolate butter, isn't it? Is that well? Is it, that it what is, white but, chocolate is? but well, yeah. But it's what you add to it to, that makes it that. Would you add to white chocolate or white? Would well, you add I, to cocoa I, butter? I wouldn't do it. But if you needed to have a uh, 
a, a, a nice dark cheddar, uh, excuse me, a nice dark um, bread pudding, oh, uh -huh. ch chocolate bread pudding. That's what you would do. And if you didn't want to have that uh, 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 chocolate. Does anybody make an actual dark chocolate bread pudding? Oh, I'm Are sure they do. Are those out there? I don't know. I but mean, because I eat with you a lot, and you get bread pudding absolutely everywhere we go, and I've never seen a chocolate bread <laughs> pudding. All right, and pudding. away we go. You have a chicken fried chicken steak? Chicken fried steak. Four servings. This dish is battered and fried like southern fried chicken using that flat side with a meat cleaver and a meat mallet. Pound it to one-third of an inch What thick. is it? Is it round steak? It's, it doesn't say. Uh, it's got to say <clears> at the beginning yeah, of the it, ingredients. Yeah, it usually does. Well, look it up and but see. I, well, I'm looking like right at it, and I don't see it. Okay. Uh, but maybe we'll run into it. But That's not unusual. Four, four, seven, uh, four. Uh, okay, so uh, that's how, four, four, it's a round steak. So, well, yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Uh, anyway, one beef round or rump steak. About don't give one. it to her yet because she's at the store right now. Oh, okay. Just wait on it, and yeah. a little bit later we can get it in case anybody else has a better recipe. Yeah. 260 okay. is the number. We are talking about <laughs> white chocolate and Which isn't really chocolate. fried steak. Chicken fried which steak. Which isn't really chicken. It's not chicken. Or it's steak. not steak. Actually, actually, <laughs> but it is you know, if you ever find yourself penetrating into the pretty much the center part of Texas, just uh -huh. anywhere from Austin down to uh, uh, Bremen, Bremen, <laughs> uh, and uh, the west side, uh, ask around. You the cafes you go to in in the countryside in Texas, they have a way of having things like this. And I'll bet you somewhere in New or in uh, in Texas there is some little little cafe joint, somewhere that has joint that has chicken yeah that might steak. have it's that really, one really good yeah could be I remember having it and thinking it was good you don't like it Tom uh, I, I it just is not something I would would eat ordinarily it's a little pedestrian a for little your pedestrian tastes. yeah exactly yes yeah. Um, is it usually? It's not usually served on a sandwich, is it? It's served like on a plate with vegetables no, no, and mashed you, potatoes. It, it, isn't you, it? you eat it the same way that you and I would uh, typically have uh, veal parmesan, uh, just with different uh, flavoring agents. Uh -huh. uh, so if you've got that covered, there you are. So it's a little. It's a little like a chicken pane only. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. That's uh -huh. basically what's going on. That's there. exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, It's a beef pane instead of a chicken. Pane. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and that's a real easy recipe What's to come up. You don't see it more often since we like to pane things here. Uh, it's a wonder it's not seen more often. Frying and, is a pain in the butt for people trying to cook at home. It's a. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people do it. A I mean, lot this of people is do like it. The frying capital of the world here could be. So, but um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Okay, we're we're looking for not just uh, someone who knows the answer to this, but just anybody at all who wants to talk about it. Call us two six zero six three six eight two six zero sixty three sixty eight. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? Take we have to do that a at break. Thirty five. Anyway. Right. Let's go ahead and do that while we're just sort of uh, in the going weeds. to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Tom, you have your you have your Biscoff cookies. I sure do. You want one? No, I don't because I don't really care for those. But you, you don't have like them. What amounts to a lifetime supply? It looks like was oh, that thank Don goodness. Clement? If that was Don Clement, I, thank I, you for doing that. I have no idea who it. Yeah, and it was at the front desk. The Biscoff I don't cookies know. were at the front desk. No, all I saw was here in my office. There uh -huh. were 
there were two boxes of these things. Wow, very generous. And oh yeah, I think it was Don. Anyway, he's cute. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Three six eight. For those who might want to uh, weigh in on this, maybe you could help us with it, or you could just uh, dig on it. And uh, it is uh, uh, fried. Sh- Wait, how did that go again? Chicken fried. Chicken fried steak. steak. This is uh, uh, a, a looking very for a recipe for chicken fried steak. Tom has found one in the joy of cooking for Anne, who called earlier looking for a chicken fried mm-hmm. steak that was maybe as good as her mom used to make. Yeah. Well, here's what they say now. And by the way, uh, I have always felt, and I've, over the years, I think I have accumulated something like seven different editions of The Joy of Cooking, which is, uh, to me, the definitive cooking in America. Tome. A tome. It certainly is a tome. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. I, they have a recipe for virtually everything in yes, the world. Yes, they do. And uh, so it's just a matter of finding it. So, I identify certain <clears throat> recipes by the, how dirty the pages are. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a good, uh, yes. a good idea. Okay, so it's you take a beef round uh, or a rump steak. You know, the, a rump steak Isn't is that, a, Are those the same thing? No. No. One, okay. the, uh, one, one of steak. them is up front and the other one okay. runs back. Okay. okay. Uh, so anyway, you a beef round and a rump and then it, it will total up to about a, hun, uh, a, a pound and a half. Mm-hmm. You cut it into four serving pieces, about the size that you want to put on the table. Okay. That'll be about a pound and a half. You, um, then you have one cup of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of black pepper, one and a half teaspoons of salt, three quarters of a teaspoon of ground red pepper. Red pepper. Hmm. You whisk all of that together in a, a shallow, a shallow uh, bowl, you know, big, deep bowl. You add to that a quarter of a cup of milk and one large egg. And you coat all of the steaks with the seasoned flour. You dip it into the egg mixture. You coat it with, uh, uh, with the seasoned uh, flour again, and you shake off any excess. You let it dry on a rack for about 15 minutes. And then you heat it in a large, heavy skillet over medium-high heat. heat. It's a half an inch of vegetable oil, vegetable shortening, or lard. I wouldn't go for the lard. Exactly. I would go for the lard because well, that's it, the only natural product there. Yeah, go for the lard, folks. It's hard go for to the find. Lard. I'll agree with that, but the problem is finding good quality. You know what? Uh, I think it's probably easier to think than you the find than you think now because people are getting wise to the whole vegetable oil hoax mm, what <laughs> okay so uh let's see where were we ask tenny flynn he was talking about that very thing when he was in here uh well he's not here that's the problem anyway but i'd be happy to do that okay, okay so let's see you you uh so you fry the steak <clears throat> the battered steak yeah that's voila and then a thinly sliced uh, onion you can cook down a little bit two tablespoons of all-purpose flour for the same thing uh add and cook stirring Two to three minutes, you add a cup of milk to that until it simmers, and then you add salt and black pepper to taste. Dash of hot pepper sauce, that would be Tabasco. I am at this moment wearing a Tabasco tie. 
And then when it's all yeah. done, you put it on some paper towel, you let it you let it drain, and then you uh-huh. put some kind of ungodly white gravy on it, don't you? Oh, that's the worst part of it. Isn't that, yeah, is that what you, you usually Vanna, do with it? Oh no, I don't. I don't even yeah, want to, it's to think about it. It's definitely a. Um, but, it's not a low <laughs> calorie dish. Let's oh, put it no. that way. <laughs> so anyway, the, the, what we're talking about here is, as you said, uh, this is this basically would, your pane meat recipe where you have steak and chicken incorporated in the same no, platter. No, it's called chicken fried steak, but the chicken only fries. meat in there is beef. This would be in that world that we were talking about with Sal earlier where uh, people have not changed their dietary habits and still want to eat things like chicken fried steak. Yeah, I say that that people, there are still more people out there who want to eat with their taste buds and not with their brain. I still say that that is where uh, we are at this mm. moment. Tom, do you know whose birthday it is today also? No, whose? Ruth Reichel. Ruth Reichel. You know, the book she wrote, the name of which was something... She had several of them. She had several of them that were basically uh, personal... Um, Tomes. <laughs> Tomes. No, no, no. There's a word for this. Uh, uh, memoirs. They're memo- memoirs. Memoirs. Memoir. Of her anyway, life in food. Yeah, there's like four or five mm-hmm. of those. Uh, they are very alluring, mm-hmm. to put it mildly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she had dark hair. She talked about and you know, curly. She was at um, Commander's huh? Palace about what? What was that last thing we did there that. Um, it was some awards thing. Anyway, she was there, and so was Jeremy Tower. And, and Jeremy, uh, he has come to town quite a few here, times yeah, over the years. Yeah, fair amount. Yeah, he's good yeah. friends with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went through the dining room and went upstairs where all these celebs were. Yep. We were sitting downstairs watching the celebs go through. Anyway, um, she had a quote about sea urchin. Have you ever had sea urchin? I have indeed. And? It has a unique texture, uh, but it she really... She said it's a very sexy ingredient. It, 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 I don't know what she means by that. It would be nice to find out, but uh, I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, However, but, but what is it? Like, how, what does it taste like? Does it taste like the sea? Oh, yeah, very much so. Probably the closest thing you can get to it would be uh, some little squid of some kind. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's that's as close as I, I as I, but getting the product is the hard part. There's only one restaurant that has it fairly often is uh, Restaurant August, uh, and uh, they they actually do serve it. Yeah, um, yeah, I've think, had it there several times. I think it's served times. in Europe a lot more than it is very here, possibly. For sure. Yeah, that's. Um, there was a movie that I really liked, and it was um, about an Indian family that left India and wound yeah. up in France. That's called a hundred uh, steps. Steps. Or? Yeah, that's uh, that's a fantastic movie. I saw yeah, I that. Really, I really loved it. And anyway, uh, I remember the beginning of the movie was him with his mother at a market getting sea urchins. Uh huh. And um, I looked at them and I said, you know, I'm probably never going to four, eat that. Four, four, probably never four, going to eat that. Four. And and it's been several years since I've seen it, and I still have not eaten it. So it's it's, mm. it's that's probably a pretty good guess on my part. But if you've had sea urchin, 
uh, I would like to hear about it. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I, I did. You'd it, have to be it, sort it, of an adventuresome it, eater it, to uh, even consider it. What what is it that you're eating when it's like it's like a cup of it looks like a porcupine golf it's like like a golf ball that's a porcupine yeah kind of that's that is what it looks like but if yeah. you can imagine so it's not a, very big an oyster that's like very very soft and kind of wiggles in the uh, water passing by uh-huh. and just. It, it it looks like it could be something like a uh, an octopus, but it doesn't. It it doesn't have that firm texture that uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, such a thing would have. But the uh, it's it reminds a lot of people of uh, oh gosh, there's no easy way of of saying this without seeming getting like, in trouble. It's not getting not in uh, not in trouble, but uh, it's it, it sort com- of oozes. It kind of yeah. There's it, something. I can, I can if she if somebody else said some nah, I, okay I'm, I'm gonna I, leave I, that I don't like where this is going I'm frightened Tom <laughs> <laughs> because it's already like a haunted house in here and if you're talking about something that you could get in trouble for that you know that you oh could get no in trouble no for, I I, I, don't, I can almost certainly guarantee that we'll get in trouble for it I, I think if you ever get six three six eight what? if you ever get the opportunity to eat it eat it. It's not going to blow your mind out. It's not going to uh, make you sorry you did. It's uh, it really is a, a, a hello. A have you really met me? I'm Marianne. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm much more inclined to eat chicken fried steak than sea urchin. That's for darn sure. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about the dinner that we had last night. Yeah, so let's do. So you're at a restaurant. No, you were there too. I'm I'm posing. I'm talking to the people out there. Oh oh oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't say anything about that. So, you're at a restaurant, and you order a bunch of things, mm-hmm. and none of it is very good. It's happened before. It has happened before, but I hate when it happens and the bill is in three figures. Mm. As it it makes me want to cry. <laughs> me too. Like I don't really mind an expensive meal, if I enjoyed it. But if it's an expensive meal and I did not enjoy it, I want to cry. Yep, that's what you want to do. Conversely, right. the meal that we had today at the Blue Giant, we got about the same amount of things, and it was only seventy one dollars. So I was really glad about that. And we ate a lot, and I can't believe I'm not feeling the effects of it because that was some kind of incredibly spicy food, like mm-hmm. like mind-blowingly spicy food. Okay. Anyway, uh, but the place that we're talking about, um, I don't even want to say, but let's just say that I had, for example, crab claws, which I get everywhere I see them on a menu. Yeah, people love them. I love them. Mm-hmm. I did not love these. I've never met a crab claw that I didn't love <laughs> until last night. And the sad part about it was the portion was huge. And I've never had crab claws that were tough before. Not only did they not have much flavor, they were tough. It was a very underwhelming meal. Yeah. Well, it was a very cute place. That's uh, that's not something I order. Yeah. 
Um, that's not something I. Well, yeah, but you. I, eat I it love sometimes. crab meat, yeah. but I like crab cakes. I love crab yeah. cakes. Stuffed crab, I'm not as enthusiastic about. Crab meat that you put into, like to give an example, there are a number of oyster dishes that you bake all together. I yeah. love that. Uh-huh. So it can be done. Uh, yeah. But well, this, they didn't do it last night. Let's go to Stephen. Stephen. Yes. Chicken fried steak is just a steak pounded out and breaded like you would bread fried chicken. Yeah. And then fried in a pan Mm -hmm. and then put a white gravy, maybe a sausage gravy or just maybe a white gravy over the top of it. Yeah. Do you like it? That's how they serve it all through Texas. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if I sell it in a restaurant whether I'd order it if I was going to. If I was going to, if I decided I wanted to eat chicken fried steak, I'm sure I'd cook it and do it at home. Mm -hmm. Do you ever decide to eat chicken fried steak? I don't think I've had one in 20 years. (laughs) So if that tells you. It's the same way with liver and onions. Yeah. Okay. I will eat liver and onions, but I want to be in the mood for it and I want to cook it at home. I don't know that I'd ever eat it in a restaurant. Well, you know, a lot of people are having liver and onions. It's not that unusual to find it. You know what else I'm seeing a lot on restaurant menus? Fried chicken livers. Oh, that's that's been good for a long time. I didn't I didn't used to see them as much as I see them now. Well, there was there there was that restaurant over on uh, uh, corner of Dauphine, I think, and. I'm okay. trying to think of yeah. the exact location, but the the name of the place, uh, it, I think it, they they may have changed the the, the name of it recently, but okay. anyway, they did a, as a, a regular item, the uh, chicken livers, chicken livers yeah. and I love them. That's a lot of them. I, All right, Stephen, what else is on your list? Okay, also chicken livers. Believe it or not, Popeyes sells them for three ninety nine for a meal. And oh, well, that's you a good idea. You can't eat them all. Yeah, I'll bet. I mean, they their order is so large that I can't eat a whole order of of uh, chicken huh. livers. Okay, I can right. believe that. That's a, that's a good thing. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Uh, also, I've been wondering: Are you you wrote a book a while back? Are you still writing books? Who? You. Oh, me? me. You. Marianne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't actually write a book. I wrote a series of newspaper columns that eventually were compiled into a book. So, okay. um, so and no is the answer. I've got my hands full these days. Well, I would think you writing a cookbook as the uh, as your husband's wife uh, and labeling it that as a food critic's wife <laughs> and her cookbook. <laughs> You know what? I don't even think I could get my husband to write a uh, a foreword for me. Now, now, now. You know, and you know the sad you make, part about it? I'm you're making me really out as an evil cook. man. I'm actually a really good cook. She is. She, okay. she makes breakfast for me every morning, and it's wonderful. Okay, so go ahead, Stephen. What else is on your list? Okay. Um I do have something else, but I can't remember what it is. I don't have my notebook oh in my front. Gosh. Garlic sardines. Uh, and it's How about the, that? You know, have you did you have you made a salad dressing with garlic sardines like I told you the other day? Oh, I've been <laughs> eating it for years. Are you kidding? Okay. You should do well, that, I mean, Tom. Except, you know what? We're starting to cook a little bit more at home, 
and yeah. um, and so maybe we will definitely do that. But um, but Tom doesn't generally speaking ever make salad dressing or eat salad, especially at home. Well, and you've got the salad in the in the refrigerator, so it's not yeah. a big deal to open a can of sardines. <laughs> And chop up a little garlic and add a little right. balsamic vinegar. I, I think I think Stephen that I should I should uh, hold stand over him and make him do that after all these years. Yes. Oh, it's just the right. thought of being rolled over. Maybe might stop. Wait, what? Then he might stop talking about it after he eats it <laughs> instead of just talk about it. I doubt that seriously. And did right. and did you get a dog collar? On, no, but on, we do uh, need that, Stephen. I like that idea. I do. Uh, they were they showed it on um, Home and I watched Home Improvement the other day with Tim the Toolman Taylor, and they had a dog collar, and they had a fence, an invisible fence. So if we could get an invisible talking. <laughs> That would be the way we could go with it. And singing. Talking and singing. I'll have I think you Steven's know. Stephen's picking on you, Tom. <laughs> um, He's picking uh, on the, you. The, uh, Anything else, Stephen? Nope, that's it. All right, take care. Okay. Talk tomorrow. 260-6368 is the number. If you can do it right now, Tom, otherwise we have a break. This is uh, the paradox of the moment. Whereas the fish of the day is halibut, mm-hmm. and it's a, they do that at in here's Halifax. Where, here's where I would do the shock collar Thank for you. Tom. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Run two six zero six three six eight. We'll be right back. Do 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 do. Hello, welcome back. It's the food show. It's still the food show, and here we are again. Believe it or not, 30-something hour. Uh, 31 uh, years later. 31? Is that what it is? Yes. You know, I was looking at this thing, uh, give a more clarification on this cocoa butter thing. Yeah. In 2003, the European community ruled that confections made with vegetable oil instead of cocoa butter mm-hmm. could be called chocolate. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's go to the, the phones real quick. Hello there. Doug is here. Is that right? No. No. Yes. Oh, it is. Um, I I couldn't um, I couldn't get in uh, uh, your program. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Keep trying. You still talking about you still talking about uh, chicken fried steak? We are, yeah, yeah. What you got? Okay. First off, the uh, the casino, the Silver Slipper, has it on Sundays on their buffet mm. uh, about once a month. Yeah, it's mm. kind of a country style sort of thing to eat. All right, and the gravy yeah. that I know it by is called sawmill gravy, which is also uh-huh. known as country gravy, which is also known as biscuit gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, you know that that big outfit that has pancakes and uh, and all of that. Denny's. No, not Denny's. I hop. No, this is a big, big place out in big uh, shopping centers, sh- shopping malls. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I can't remember it either. It's Cracker uh, Barrel. Cracker yeah. Barrel. Oh, that's ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. They they make a big fuss over the very things that you just named there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of the, their kind of place. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, their kind of place, all right. Yeah. So just and I can tell you where my just kind of place is. Yeah, it's big <laughs> in Mississippi. To get farther away. What what? It's big in Central Mississippi. They yeah. have a lot of these these uh, restaurants where they oh yeah a lot of a lot of country food. Yep, uh, all across know, America, really. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you saying? Okay. Anyway, 
country uh, sawmill gravy. I thought you might be interested in hearing that term. Oh, Thank gosh, you very we're, much. We're running late. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm glad yeah, Ron we're... said, "Yeah, let's let's quit." Okay. Thank uh, you for calling, and uh, everyone. Yeah, there we go. Uh, well, uh, we will be back uh, when? Let's see. Tomorrow. Next uh, Monday. Tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I guess Listen so. Listen to WWL 105.3 That's FM. That's right. HD2. Have a great evening, everyone. Thank you. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.